0: And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events, as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Good evening, Mr Green. PC Evans, how can I help you?
1: Can we have a talk, please? It will only take a moment.
0: All right. I'm very busy. Uh, You better come in.
1: I won't mince words, Mr Green. I need you to take down your posters and stop trying to force people to reveal Heather's location.
0: I'm not forcing anyone to do anything. If you'd only do your job properly and tell me where he is, I wouldn't need to.
1: I've already explained why I won't divulge Heather's location. Meanwhile, people are complaining that you've intimidated them.
0: Which people?
1: Oh. You know I can't name names. I'm just telling you, off the record, that you have to stop. Otherwise, there'll be no more informal chats like this. Next time will mean a penalty notice.
0: You're going to regret this, PC Evans. Your chief constable is a personal friend of mine from the golf club. When I tell him... If
1: the chief were here now, he would have issued you with a penalty notice straight away. You're lucky it's me you're dealing with. Well, I
0: don't feel lucky, and neither will you, when the chief constable hears about this. Mark my words. He'll back me up. Oh,
1: intimidation and threats won't work with me, Mr. Green. Just take the posters down and stop bullying people.
0: I think you had better leave. Okay,
1: but remember, a penalty notice means a criminal record. Think about that, Mr. Green, before you harass anyone else in Huntsford.
2: How's the recruitment drive going, Dad? I hope you find someone soon before we all keel over. Oh,
3: don't be so dramatic, Jordan. Anyway, you'll be pleased to hear that I interviewed a very promising candidate
2: yesterday. Tell me more. What's she like? He seems like a nice guy, actually. Very friendly. Handy when you're working behind a bar.
3: He's fit too, obviously. Works out. It would be handy to have a strong man around when I need some cellar work doing, you
2: know. Now, don't be sexist. Women can shift barrels just as well as men.
3: Says the girl who whinges when she has
2: to do the bottling up. Never mind that. Would he fit into the team?
3: I reckon he would. And get this, right? He's also a stand-up comedian.
2: Oh, that could be useful when handling handing some of our weekend customers. The ones who get a bit bolshy after they've had a few too many.
3: Dead right, love. And he's promised that he won't allow his gigs to interview his bar work, either.
2: Wouldn't count on that. If he gets his big break, he'll be off. Wonderful as it is working in the Red Lion.
3: Like, I take your point. We need someone who'll stick around, unlike Nicky.
2: Having said that, stand-up's are a very competitive field. That big break's unlikely to happen any time soon, if at all.
3: No, that's true. To be honest, I'm glad to go with him. If no one better comes along, that is.
2: Yeah, a big strong man who can do the cellar work and entertain our difficult customers. Sounds ideal to me.
3: Good. I'm glad you think Trevor fits the bill.
2: Trevor? I didn't imagine him as a Trevor, but there you go. Anyway, you know how you said he was fit? Yeah. Well, is he? You know, fit.
3: Don't even go there, Jordan. I won't have you distracting my staff. Just concentrate on your work and let him do the same. Hi, you two.
4: Morning, mate. We just nipped in for a quick coffee. Fancy joining us?
5: You could help me out with this cake, Ryan. Look, it's massive. I'll only eat it all myself and regret it later.
2: Oh, all right then. I can spare a few minutes.
5: Camilla, could you make that three filter coffees, please?
4: We were just talking about Dicko and how unreliable he is. Always late for band practice, if he bothers to show up at all.
2: I know. Maybe you can get away with being unreliable if you're a good musician. But Dicko isn't any good, so he can't.
4: You're dead right there, mate. He's not exactly Dave Grohl.
2: Spot on. I think we've put up with his antics long enough. I agree. Look, I know this girl. She's a pretty good drummer. She was in a band, but they've just split up. Sounds interesting. I think I should contact her, see if she wants to replace Dicko. Yeah, good call, mate.
5: Oh, now, hang on, you two. You can't just go behind Dicko's back and chuck him out. Why
2: not? He hasn't exactly been a loyal band member. I agree. I
5: agree. But I think we should give him one more chance and tell him so if he lets us down again. He's
2: finished. I guess if we do that he can't complain he wasn't warned. Well, I still
4: think we should put the interest of the band first, but I'll go with the majority. One more chance, that's it,
0: he's out. That's me done for the morning. I'll just trot over to Peniston. I've got a few things to do.
5: I thought you were staying in Wavelengths all day today.
0: No, no, I need to check the post. Well,
5: you can check your mail on your phone.
0: Might be some actual letters, and I'm expecting a parcel.
5: Can't Vicky or her Her look after it?
0: No, I need to check that it's all right. If it's not, I can send it back straight away.
5: Right. So what are you doing about lunch?
0: Oh, I thought I'd uh, just pick up something along the way. Like
5: a pie and donut? Or are you just going to raid the
0: fridge? Is your mother telling you to keep an eye on me?
5: No, we're just making sure you don't slip up on your healthy eating plan. We're worried about your weight.
0: Those vegan sausage rolls were healthy. There's no red meat. You in ate ma-
5: four. I've got a salad for you up in the flat.
0: Look, I'll eat if and when I get back. If I go now, I can be then back in no time. Okay. I'm sure the salad will be lovely, and I'll enjoy it all the more when I get back. See you all soon. And no nibbles.
4: And breathe. We've had every stroppy client in Huntsford this afternoon, Sam.
5: I had Mrs Roberts. She's been Fiona this, Fiona does that. I'm trying not to say anything about how Fiona actually is.
4: I'm just trying not to say too much.
5: I'm taking five. Donut and coffee? Are you hiding those from Raymond? But of course. You okay? Just hide him for a few minutes. Is that a crime?
4: Not if I can hide out with you.
5: We could always run away together.
4: Nice idea, but I think we're going to have to go out there again.
5: Oh, give me a hug then, before we face the pay in public.
2: What are you two up to in the kitchen? Just making coffee. Looked like it was about to come a snogging zone.
4: (laughs) You think we snuck in here for a quickie?
2: When everyone's in and out all the time. All the customers know you're at it. You mean know that we're a couple?
4: Well, we've not made a big announcement, but you'll get around. Everything does in Huntsford.
2: Yeah, it'll get around. Everyone notices the little looks at each other and the whispery little chats and brushing up against each other's hands. We do not do that! Not too busy working for starters. And I'm thinking like, get a room you two. Jordan, you're being silly now. And now you're sneaking off into the kitchen for whatever.
4: We came in here for a breather and to make a coffee.
2: Then I'm like, they've got a room, they've got a flat upstairs, why can't they keep all that up there? Oh, Where did all that come from?
3: <laughs> Jealousy.
2: And the rest.
3: Trevor, this is my daughter Jordan. Trevor's the new barman. Temporary barman.
2: Hi Trevor, I think I saw you when you came into to chat Dad the other day.
3: Pleased to meet you Jordan. Do you work in the pub?
2: Only old shifts.
3: Aye, she's an apprentice hairdresser at that hair salon down the way. <laughs> a hair-raising experience, or oh. Experience in hair-raising.
2: What? Oh.
3: She helps sometimes if things get a wee bit hectic, you know. So rule one, no chatting up the barmaid.
0: Oh, I don't think that'll be a problem. Now,
3: you're happy that this is strictly temporary. I'm expecting somebody back in a couple of months, but I need cover till then. That's fine. I'm working on my stand-up act. It gives me time to write new material and I'm not gigging too often, so I need to pay the bills.
2: You're a comedian? That's the plan. You'll get plenty of material from Dad's customers. Oh,
3: watch it, you. It's good to have another man round. You know, we had a barmaid, big lassie, but even she had trouble changing those barrels. <laughs> I think you'll find I'm pretty butch. <laughs> Ah, That comedian thing will go down well, eh? The punters like a bit of banter. I'm no slouch at the banter myself.
2: In your own head, Dad. Oh, there's
3: a lot more in my head than in your wee one. I'm thinking, Trevor, right? Maybe you could do the odd turn, you know. It'd make a change for you having a band some nights. Oh, you're having a house band. Aye, her mates for the salon have a band. But they're just not so reliable right now.
2: Actually, they're fine.
3: Look, you've done pub work before, so you'll be familiar with ringing up the drinks on the tills and... You've seen the seller, so now it's just who you need to watch out for. Special rules. Well, if they're running after, if they're after running a tap, or saying they're friends of the landlord, right out the door. That sort of do your pub no credit at all. Oh, and watch for the lads building the road over the way. Don't let them walk in without wiping their claggy boots. But I guess they're down-to-earth guys. To
1: the drinking store, The recording engineers were Tony Irving and Elaine Lambdin. Assistant engineer and gopher, Alex Lambdin. Post-production engineer, Callum Perry. Sounds, HCR Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's scene tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.